Welcome, welcome to another episode of Betting with Babies. Today is Wednesday, November 17th, and we are headed into week 11 of the NFL season. We're the team that helps you balance your babies and bets. We're going to jump right into a quick recap of week 10. We say a lot of things, posted over 15 free plays last week, so let's see how we did. Overall, we came in at 13 and 9, 68% win rate on the week. We did well on TD scores, 7 and 1, uh, and our touchdown parlay has fallen short again, but we have gotten close, 7 and 1. Teddy is on a roll, moving to 4 and 5 with a big win in his with the Cowboys. I dropped to 7 and 3 with a pick of the Chargers, and Maddie Stats having a rough couple of weeks moves to 500 with his loss with the Browns. So overall, not a bad week. If you followed every play, we came in at 68% and you were profitable for 10 straight weeks in a row. Let's make it 11. Before we do that, I'm your host, Mr. Clutch. I've got my co-host, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How are we doing, gentlemen? What's up, boys? Um, I'm still riding the high of beating the very good Ravens team last Thursday night. It was awesome. Uh, I was so down on the Dolphins. If you guys remember the last two weeks, I was done with them. Seven straight losses. I'm back on them. I've convinced myself they're winning four straight. They're going to go seven and seven into the final three games. I love it. Can't wait to play the Jets this week. Maddie, talk to me. You're so sad. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so I'm, I'm going through some highs and lows. Uh, my lock of the week are my lows, but my Cowboys bouncing back and just absolutely destroying the Falcons uh, made my Sunday a little bit less sad. Yeah, both your teams get a win over the weekend. Uh, my team going in the opposite direction. I had all the hype in the world with Mike White getting the start this week, and he did not look good. Did play a tough Buffalo defense, but now the Jets are throwing Flacco out there for this week. So I'm low. I'm high. Excuse me. I'm high about that. Let me tell you, I can't wait to uh, face Joe Flacco. Our exotic blitzes that we run the last two games. Yeah, he's not moving anyway. He's a statue, so he's going to be fucked up. Oh, man. Exotic blitzes. Here we go. All right. So we've got some advisors who are hot, some are cold. Let's see how we do this week. We're looking to get it all back together. We've got three games this week. These are our best bets of the weekend, starting with the first game, Mr. No Days Off. What do we got? All right. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals at the Oakland Raiders, and that's the Raiders plus one. Maddie. All right. So the first that we're going to start off with is the Raiders actually play in Las Vegas. Did I say Oakland? You did. I like it. it. It was a throwback. I love it. No, but in all seriousness, so we got 53% of the cash and 34% of the tickets on the Raiders. This one opened up at one and hasn't moved all week. Both Burrow and Carr have played great this season with Carr making a big time throw on 7% of his dropbacks and Burrow maintaining an 80% passer grade while under pressure. Burrow loves to throw the deep ball and actually has the sixth highest average depth of target in the league, which is driven by all the deep balls going the Jamar Chase. It'll be interesting to see how Burrow performs this week, considering his offensive line has a minus 51% disadvantage against the pass. No major advantages in the secondary for either team. Solid matchups, quarterback, wide receiver, nothing big there. Then report. 
All right. Well, the Raiders got beat up by the Chiefs last week. The Bengals are on a bye. I really don't like that Burrow has a 51% disadvantage against Oakland's pass rush. But I think the Bengals are for real. I don't think the Raiders are. And this is a big AFC wildcard matchup because I feel like both of these teams could, you know, be in the wild card come playoff time. So I'm going to go with the Bengals minus one. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you. I like the Bengals as well. Coming off a bye. Uh, Joe Burrow has had his ups and downs this year, but coming off a bye, I like him against the Raiders in this spot. Patty Mahone's picked them apart. I think the Raiders are kind of running out of juice. A lot of things happen in that locker room over the last few weeks. I think this is where we kind of start to see a decline. Although, you know, Derek Carr looks good, right? And I honestly, this is his moment. This is his moment to really kind of push through and take control here. Grab the brass ring. Yeah, because everyone's always kind of on the fence with him. Is he good? Is he not good? Like, this is the game where you can really kind of turn the corner. So I'm excited for this one. I'm excited we're going to all watch this live together, actually. Uh, I'm going to follow you with the Bengals. Matty Stats, what do you think? I'm going to fade you. Um, I'm buying a Raiders bounce back. They looked bad last week. I don't really understand what the Raiders were doing last week. Everybody in the league knows you play cover two against the Chiefs. That's what everybody's done. And they just more or less ignored the film last week and just played cover three the whole game and got smoked. So assuming they're going to make some adjustments um, and they're going to have a bounce back, I'm buying low on the Raiders and I'm going to fade you this week, Teddy. All right, so we're split there. Teddy's going Bengals. I'm going to follow Maddie Stats on the other side with the fade. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Teddy. I mean, Matt's been going in the opposite direction. We should feel good about that? Yeah, no, he's ice cold. <laughs> I said I was a second-half player. I'm proving that two wins in a row. This week I'll be back to 500, and I take off. Boom. There it is. Our first pit of the weekend is the Bengals minus one at the Raiders. Let's move on to number two. Uh, this is my game. We're going to Jacksonville. 49ers headed to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Currently, the Jags are plus six. Matty Stats, what does the stats say? All right, so we have 72% of the cash and 26% of the tickets on the Jags. This one opened up at six and a half and moved to six earlier today. Trevor Lawrence has played poorly to the naked eye all season and has even worse when grading, pulling in a 56.6, ranking 34th out of 35 eligible quarterbacks with significant playtime this season. Now, Shanahan has been able to effectively establish the run the past few weeks and take pressure off of Jimmy G, and that's resulted in him playing some excellent football with PFF grades of 80, 80, and 82 in his past three games. Those are really good grades, by the way. San Francisco's offensive line comes in with a massive 77% advantage against the run. And Debo Samuel is primed for another big game, game this week, drawing the best wide receiver cornerback matchup in this game, where he's expected to be shadowed by Shaquille Griffin. I love those stats. Uh, I'm going to go with the Niners, minus six on the road. I think that they are finally hitting a groove. They're healthy. They look great against the Rams. And although the Jags have looked good in their last two games, they played the Colts tight, lost by less than a touchdown. They played the Bills to a 9-6 game as well, beat the Bills. So they're a tough team, but I like what the Niners are doing. I'm going to go Niners minus six. What do you guys think? 
Oh man, I can't I can't pick the Jaguars. The Niners looked really good. Beat up on the Rams last week. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Niners. I'll follow you. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything out of the Jags that makes me ever want to bet on them. I mean, maybe give me like a 14 point spread or a 10 point spread. Maybe I would go with the Jags backdoor cover, but six and a half or six, actually. I'm going to follow you with the 49ers. All right. So we're all on the 49ers and just double, double down here on their, the Jaguars record. I wanted to take a second look. They've actually played in a lot of tight games. They played the Dolphins tight. They beat the Dolphins 23-3. to With Even right, with their exotic you. blitzes, they were still able to, to play them. So makes me makes me second guess. But we're all on the 49ers, minus six. Uh, and they're on the road trying to go back-to-back here in a division that's wide open now. The fact that the Rams have lost twice in a row, wide open division. Uh, Niners need to keep it rolling. Let's move on to number three. Maddie Stats, this is your game. We're heading to Minnesota. What do we got? All right. So we got Green Bay at the Vikings. Green Bay minus two. This one, in this one, we have 51% of the cash and 79% of the tickets on the Packers. This one opened at two and a half and moved to two earlier today with the news that Rodgers wasn't practicing. But I did confirm in an interview that Rodgers said, I quote, I am definitely playing on Sunday. Cousins is graded better than Rodgers this season by PFF standards. And surprisingly, Rodgers has a passer rating of 39 for the season while under pressure. Even with Aaron Jones out this week, I'm not worried about the Packers run game since they have A.J. Dillon, who would be a starting running back on most teams. And Green Bay's O-line brings a 34% advantage against Minnesota's D-lines. Both Adams and Jefferson are expected to have big games with huge advantages over their, the cornerbacks they're expected to be matched up with. Take all of that into account. Two points on the road. Rodgers has owned the Vikings over the course of his career, and two points is not enough to scare me off of Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay. Taking the Packers on the road, even with the hurt toe. We're not worried about the toe. I'm not worried about the hurt toe. Not worried about the toe. I mean, sometimes the toe keeps people out for weeks, multiple weeks. Um, And I went against the Vikings last week, so I'm a little bit hesitant here. I kind of counted the Vikings out, and then they went out and beat the Chargers. Um, But overall, I've been on the Packers all year. I've seen no reason to switch now. So I'm going to follow you here with the Packers at minus two. My only concern is the toe, but if you tell me we're good, I believe you. Packers minus two, follow. Teddy, what do you think? The the line moved a little bit with Rogers' toe, but if he says he's playing, I believe him. He played without practicing or being in the building last week. I'm going Green Bay. All right, so we've got the whole pod on Green Bay and the Niners, and we're split on the Bengals. So quick recap, I'm taking the Niners as my lock. Teddy's got the Bengals, and Matty Stats has got the Packers. Uh, we will post those picks on the page. We will be live this weekend watching football together, gentlemen. Are you guys excited? I'm really excited. This is the uh, first annual Betting with Babies conference that we're going to have. Watching live, having a few brewskis, placing more than a few bets. Responsible gambling. 
responsible yep. gambling, but but a lot of responsible gambling. I'm no, trading in on my sheep coin <laughs> to spend this weekend. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna get doge. together. <laughs> you know, we're we're uh, we're gonna get together. Mr. Clutch versus Mr. No Days Off, Jets, Dolphins. Someone's going to be miserable starting at 4.30. It's going to be great. And then we get to watch the Cowboys lose to the Chiefs. Is that game in Dallas or KC? That game is in KC. Oh, that's going to be a great game. And hopefully we are still rooting on for our touchdown parlay. I'm very excited for this week's TD parlay. So let's get right into it. We were Uh, so close last week. So close last week. That's where I wanted to start. Five out of six touchdown scorers, and and Najee's the one who was out, and he actually got in the end zone. I wasn't watching the game. Did you guys see the play? Yeah, yeah I was watching. He had a nice like ten yard run. Something yep. along ten yard run. He gets into the end zone and called out back for some bullshit holding. It might have been a real holding. Was call, it? A, but it was, was it a bullshit. hold that like was like part of the play, or is it one of those holds that like had no influence on the play? I believe it was like the guard, and it was pretty I, obvious because I, I remember okay. like why being mad and just being like. Eh. Yeah, you know, yeah. always a little biased when it's your player getting in the end zone. It's like well, that no, he was definitely in. That that would have hit big for us. That would have been big. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling that we're going to be live this week. We might want to double down, and we're we're going to get into it. So let's start. As always, we give you our top six, right? So if you've taken these as singles, you are very profitable this season. Uh, we have been consistently coming in. Uh, four out of six, now five out of six. So we are getting very close to where we want to be, six out of six. So let's start with our number one TD score for this week. Throw it over to you, Teddy. Who do we got? Uh, Zeke Elliott versus the uh, Chiefs defense. Matty? Zeke. Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton to say about this. So the Cowboys have a huge offensive line advantage against the run this week, and Zeke gets all the red zone carries. Easy. He's the workhorse. That's right. Scored last week, two rushing TDs last week. Yeah, he's, he's he is the workhorse. And I mean, everybody scored on Dallas numbers. last week. It was it was a wild game. Yep. Yeah, and that was a wild game. And with Zeke, who I, I I just love the balance the Cowboys have right now. Like you know, with with the the pass game they have, Zeke's wide open, Pollard's wide open. And they love giving the ball to Zeke in the goal line. So he's our number one guy this week. Real quick, C.D. Lamb, though. Can I, is, is C.D. Lamb taking over as the number one option there in Dallas? Has that happened? So I think the way that I would probably describe that is, is like Cooper is the senior. So like he's going to stay in that wide receiver one on the depth chart officially. But I think C.D. is going to surpass him. Yeah. So, is that a like, cornerback matchup thing, right? Because Cooper's still getting the number one corner, right? So that helps CD. And he probably, I don't know if he's getting the double team now, though. You know, they're going to make a tough choice as a safety playing the Cowboys. So the NFL has been weird this year. So people aren't shadowing as much as they used to. It's like very rare for somebody to shadow. And then uh-huh. also CD takes a ton of snaps out of the slot. Oh, yeah. yeah? I didn't know that. I like what they're doing there. He he got in twice last week. He did. Um, and we got Michael Gallup back, who I know. again is a number two like a very good number two wide receiver on most teams. Yeah. So so C D Lamb, real quick, uh targets the last four games. Eleven, eight, nine, and seven. His stats this year, forty seven receptions, seven hundred and twenty six yards, and six touchdowns. We have Cooper forty four receptions. 
for 583 yards and five touchdowns. So he's 150 yards less, a couple less receptions and touchdowns. Yeah, so that he's, is, you're right. That he's taking Dak over. is slinging it right now. If they both yeah. have those stats. I mean, he is just absolutely slinging the ball. And Zeke's getting in the end zone. I feel like since we're live this week, we might have a bonus coming in, maybe a long shot TD score parlay. I like those options. Like, you know, we could easily go CD here, um, but we want to go with Zeke. We're going to keep him at number one. Don't let me get don't let me get going on the long shot parlay. Oh, he's got a couple. I've got a couple in the queue. You know, I'm feeling really good about the Cowboys. I might do a same game. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Cooper, CD, Elliot, all in and one Zeke with a Cowboys win and a Cowboys, Cowboys win. win. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, maybe even a safety. You know, get crazy. Yeah, nobody yeah. bet that though. So, like, don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, not like, on Mr. Freeze over here. Do not listen to anything I say. <laughs> All right, so Zeke for number one. Listen to that. That's our number one TD score. He's getting in maybe even multiple times. Let's move on to our number two TD score. I'm going to take this one. We are going to go with Joe Mixon heading to Las Vegas. We like this game, Teddy. You and I like this game. And Mixon coming off a bye. Um, he's been getting the ball a lot. He, he has scored four touchdowns in the last two games. And with rested legs, we like Mixon getting in the end zone. What do you guys think? Love it. Owns the backfield, owns the inside the five work, gets all the short down and distance. I mean, he's not really competing with anybody in the backfield. And when I think about my TD scores, that's who I like to see. Yeah, lock him in. Um, And I like the Bengals put up a lot of points, so he should get a lot of chances in that game. So he's in there for number two. Let's head to number three. Who do we got? Devontae Adams. He's a regular on this page. He's playing the Vikings defense. Matty? Yeah, so Adams has a great matchup this week. He is actually the second best uh, wide receiver cornerback matchup this week uh, against the three players or the three guys on the Vikings that are expected to cover him. So he looks he looks great, and uh, I feel great about the Packers scoring a lot of points this weekend. Yep. Yeah, Adams has scored three touchdowns the last three times uh, they played. Uh, one touchdown in each game against the Vikings. So we like that to keep that going. He shows up for division games and he didn't get in last week. So let's see if he'll get in this week. We like him at number three. Uh, let's go to number four. Um, this is our guy. We we didn't put him in last week. It was his first game back. I think he looked pretty good. CMC, Christian McCaffrey. What do the stats say? All right. So when he's on the field, he absolutely owns that backfield. He's playing a disappointing Washington football team defense, which will be without Chase Young, who tore his ACL last week for the first time. Uh, just last week, he had 59% of the snaps, 34% of the rush attempts, um, and 50% of the inside the five work. One thing should be noted is he did leave the game a little bit early last week, uh, but from all reports that we've been seeing, he's going to be healthy this week. Yeah, he's not on the uh, Panthers injury report, so we should be good there. Love CMC this week, and that's a big loss for Washington football team with Chase Young going down, and you know, not even just for this year. That injury will probably get into next year as well. So tough loss there, but we like CMC in our number four spot. Uh, and I'll take number five. This is a player from my lock of the week, the 49ers. He's been hot. They give him the ball in all sorts of ways. We like Debo Samuel against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What does that say? 
All right. So last week he had five carries, five targets, 97 yards, and two touchdowns. He puts the ball in the end zone. They're making design runs for him in addition to the passing game. And not only that, he's playing the Jags. And the Jags, uh, as you're aware, they like to give up points. Yeah, they're not that good. Let me read some stats to you. Debo Samuel has 979 yards receiving this year already. That's crazy. He's going to pass 1,000 yards in week 11. Yeah, that is crazy. He's got a couple of really like big 150-plus yard games. Yeah, he has six receptions of 40 yards or more. And he has seven total touchdowns. So guy is just absolutely dominating on the gridiron. Yeah, so and we're a lot, getting him in here for the first time. And Mitchell's banged up in the backfield, and they've got young people in the you know young guys in the backfield. Wilson as well is a little bit banged up, so they like putting Debo back there. So that yep. just gives us more chances for him to get in the end zone. Uh, so we lock him in at number five. I feel really good about that one. Uh, and now let's bring it to number six. This was tough for us to come out with number six. There was a couple people who could have landed here at number six. Teddy, who do we got? We got Najee Harris. He disappointed us last week, but we feel confident he will get into the end zone against a, the Chargers defense on Sunday night football. He gets all the carries, right, Matt? Yes, he does. Uh, I mean, he's not even sharing the backfield. It's crazy. No. Um, so just last week, he played 87% of the snaps, 90% of the rush attempts, 100% short down and distance. They did not go inside the five. Actually, two weeks in a row, they have not gone inside the five. But when they are inside the five, he gets all of those carries. Yeah, we like, you got to stick with your players here, right? Like Najee's been good for us. He failed us last week. Unfortunate timing as he was the only one to not get in. But this is the week. So stick with him. That's our six touchdown score, Najee Harris against a really bad Chargers run defense. I mean, the Chargers are the, what are the Chargers? Are the Chargers just hitting a little bit of turbulence, but they're going to be a playoff team or are they like falling fast? They're falling fast. I don't know if they picked the nose up or what, but they started out real hot and now they're five and four. Kansas City somehow jumped back up into first place in the AFC West. I don't know. When the hell did that happen? Two quick wins for them and, right? and losses from the other guys. Yeah, big big Damn. swing there. That division's tight though. Six and four, five and four, five and four, and five and five. So one game separates all four teams. It's got to be the best division in football from a record standpoint. Yeah. You want to see a really bad division. That is the NFC East and the <laughs> NFC North. Dallas is seven and two. The next closest team has four wins. Green Bay's eight and two. The next closest team has four wins. So you're talking yeah. about four games separating them already. Yeah. Well, thank God for the Bills, or we'd be right in there too with our three-win and two-win teams in the AFC East. Um, I'm kind of upset you just took that joke away from me. I like had it at the tip of my tongue. I was like getting no, no, ready no, no, to no. just... No. It's better to come from a Jets fan, okay? You can't say it. If you say it, it's mean. If we say it, yeah. it's okay. It's self-deprecating, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nothing All right. Better. So that is our top six touchdown scores. We'll post those on the page. Let's do a quick recap. Number one, we've got Zeke Elliott. Two, Joe Mixon. Three, Devontae Adams. Four, Christian McCaffrey. Five, Debo Samuel. And six, Najee Harris. Love Lock it, it in. Love, Love it. it. Double it. Take that. What you normally do, take that and double it. That's right. Because we're going to win this week. We're all going to be together. And it's going to be 
Mayhem. Absolute mayhem. Mayhem. And Najee is an 825 game. So is, if we can survive, you know how we do, you know, we have the group chat. Oh, we're going to survive we the one o'clock. We got to survive the check. four o'clock. Yep. Survive. You know, if we survive the four o'clock, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun Sunday night football game with oh, Najee yeah. going in. Cause normally I'd be looking at, Hey, is it, should we be, should we cash out? Should we do this? No, we double down. If we get is to Najee, we double down. <laughs> Is it going to be weird if I still text you guys green check marks every time we get one? In the same room? <laughs> yes. It's like a natural thing. Like I see it on Red Zone and like my phone, like before a thought happens, the phone's already up. Yep. I print out the paper now. I'm checking it off. I got to manually check it off. I'm like, okay. Oh, I like that. One left, Ooh, one left to survive out? the one o'clock. Yeah, like we're tracking. Lot. So that wraps it up for the betting content for this week, for week 11. I'll do a quick recap of our pod picks as well. I am on the Niners minus six against the Jags. Teddy's taking the Bengals minus one against the Raiders. And Maddie Stats is on the Packers minus two. We are more than halfway past the middle of the season. So you're kind of becoming what your record says you are. Uh, but there is some time to turn around. So we'll see how we got this week. Let's get into the dad zone. Welcome to the Dad Zone. What do we got this week, gentlemen? Week 11. What do we got going on? Yeah, so um, I've probably mentioned on this podcast a couple of times, I'm a big, big wrestling fan. And uh, I would always just throw it on, you know, the living room while playing with Luca and hanging out. And it'd just be always kind of beyond the background. There's a lot of wrestling content on these days. Well, it's, it's, it's oversaturation if you ask me, but I'm not going to go there. Um, but recently I've really been getting a lot of kicks, punches, jump off the couches from Luca, who is, uh, two in a couple months. And so I've just cold Turkey stopped watching wrestling with him. And honestly, I've been doing it for like a few weeks now. It's kind of worked. It's kind of worked. I mean, he did bite me. A, like really hard today, but there's not a lot of biting in wrestling, so I don't. I'm not going to blame that on that. <laughs> not a lot of biting. There's not a lot of biting. <laughs> not a lot of biting. A lot of but, a lot of booger eating. But yeah, no, that's yes. that's interesting. I mean, you know, they are at the age there where you can kind of do like if you just like take it away for like 48 hours to just completely forget about it. Yeah. So it, I just catch at the right time. I think that's a good move for his like mental development, taking that away. Like he's too young. Like he can't delineate TV and like real life yet at that age. Yeah, I think at four he'll be able to do that. Get him back at four. Yeah, yeah. I, I watch wrestling at four. I mean, you know, in 1990, I was absolutely watching wrestling. I'm thinking about so, it for like getting Carter and like soccer or T-ball. You're like, no, he'll be, he's watching wrestling on his fourth birthday. <laughs> Royal rumble one. We're going one through how, however many there are. 30. How many are there? Okay. 30. Yeah. While we're on the topic of TV. So Layla's going to turn six next week. And I want to get into some superhero stuff. Um, so I've got Disney plus. What do you guys? If I'm gonna if I'm gonna start her on the superhero movies, what movie am I starting with? Wonder Woman. Mm. Okay, definitely the right answer. Girl power. It's a good answer. I'm a big Marvel guy, and so part of me goes and like obviously you have to watch it in like chronological order, but there's a couple different ways to do that. 
Agreed. But I want to take a step back here just because you said Layla's about to be six. Yeah. Six. So I think, you know, personally, my opinion, maybe starting with like the Lego version of Marvel might be good. Those movies are good. Instead of going right into the... Because those movies, I mean, those movies are pretty aggressive movies, those Marvel movies. See? Yeah. Yeah. See, the problem is I was really hoping for the twofold here, so you're going to kill me when I say this. But I have never watched a single Marvel movie. Not one ever? Not one ever. Okay, there's a really good opportunity here for you to start chronologically. And guess what's great is that on Disney Plus, they do it for you. Yep. And so you're going to start Iron Man 1. Yep. Iron Man uh, 1 is your amazing, first movie. Amazing movie. But and I can't just, start 30 movies by myself. Like I need a... Uh, I, I need did during like, the pandemic. <laughs> no, I see what you're doing. So you were saying this was for Layla about superheroes, but this this is really about you. And getting yeah. It's like been all my the Marvel list. Universe. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Joyce, isn't, Joyce isn't watching superhero stuff. Yeah, she's deep dramas um, and true crime. Why, don't, maybe, maybe why does everybody's wife love true crime? It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, all, I love it too, though. All the crime shows. Yeah, I love all the, the murder shows. mystery investigation. Yep. I, I love the murder docs, hate horror movies. So I love the real stuff and we will not watch the fake stuff. Can't tell you, can't tell you a good reason why, but I am obsessed with murder documentaries. Yeah. Yeah, I get into those. Let's not get our kids into those too soon yet. No, definitely. Maybe not. I'm wrong about the the Marvel. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a six year old. Like, I just know with Carter. Like, I've noticed with him. I've mentioned this before. Like, when I introduce Marvel pretty young, I've noticed that like now that I've taken it away, all you gotta do is like show one toy or one thing, and I his like he gets this burst of energy and he just gets a little bit more aggressive. And wait, you just, took Marvel away? I've just took away toys and like things that he would always be playing with. I just like kind of hit him. And the first day was tough. And then like by the second day, he wasn't even like really asking about it anymore. Yeah. Luke has been talking nonstop about uh, McQueen and Mater that he left his toys at his grandma's house and we haven't got it for two days. So I'm I'm interested to see. I think, I think we're going to grab him tomorrow, but I, I get what you're saying is that it's nonstop for two days. Circling back though, Matt, at six, I don't know. I feel like I was watching superhero movies, right? I feel like I was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we do the like Disney Pixar stuff. So I'll yeah. tell you this. Here, here, here. Let me just break this down. First movie. If you're gonna do it, you got to start from Iron Man one. Of course. Right? Within within three minutes of Iron Man one, you are. And I'm not gonna give anything away, but within three minutes, you're in it. You're in, Tony Stark's in a tank, and there's just a massive explosion of just things going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the intro. This sounds like I'm going to be up at night dealing with like nightmares or something. So I'm out. I'm going, I'm going Lego. Yeah. I'm going with the Lego movies. Can she conceptualize real and fake? I feel like that's what we got to like wait for, right? Like this is not real. I don't know. That's a, it's a honest question. Like, oh, yeah, this, I this don't is think. just pretend this is literally made up. And once they can do that, then I feel like it's good to go. Yeah. I mean, maybe she definitely I'm, conceptualize it, but now I'm thinking about all of the, like the potential for nighttime. Like if she starts like dreaming of Hawk and like is getting somebody up in the middle of the night because I watched a Marvel movie, I'm a little bit worried for my health and safety <laughs> at home. 
Yeah, yeah. I think you ease into it and you start with some of the like animated ones and see if she likes it. I mean, there's some actually the Lego movies are hilarious. If you haven't watched those, you would enjoy those. It's you know, it's Will Arnett and Will Ferrell and those still guys. funny, so yeah, funny. So, really, yeah, that, all right. That man, that, movie, that man Lego movie is so good. It's yeah. for adults, really. I mean, like there's well, I guess not, but it's there's so many adult lines that that you know we crack up at. Also, side note, Luca asked for his Batman pajamas tonight for the first time, and I was so proud. He knows what Batman is. Yeah. Kids love Batman. What is it with yeah. that? Carter loves his Batman pajamas too. Yeah, it's awesome. He no clue what Batman is. Like he he has like a little action figure like guy. That's it. Like never show, no movie, no nothing. But he knows Bat the, the symbol, the logo, Batman, drilled yeah. into his head. Yeah. So we're on the fence about this. So we're gonna have to put a poll up on the page. You know, our 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 kid, our six year olds ready for Marvel movies. Yeah. Good little poll. Let's see what the page thinks. A lot of dads on the page. We want to hear your thoughts. This is new territory for us. Uh, so we're, we're trying to give you all the plays for the week. Help us out here on this poll we're going to post. So that wraps it up for week 11. Uh, another big week for us. We will post these picks on the page. We've got our pod picks. We've got our TD scores. And we got a poll coming from the dad zone. This was fun, everybody. Whether you follow or fade, we hope you make some cash.